0: Hi everybody, this is Phil Town.
1: And this is Danielle Town.
0: Welcome to the Invested Podcast. We are really glad you're here, and we're going to dive right into some very cool things about investing. What do we do on this podcast, Dad? Oh, well, we talk about how in the world to invest like Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger and Manish Prabhai and Guy Spear and a whole bunch of other phenomenal investors that you can go get books about, and they're very famous, and they're very good at this, and they are Among that group of investors, very rare, very small number of investors, who can control their client's capital well enough to be able to sit in cash and do nothing for great long periods of time.
1: Ah, and yet,
0: and yet, produce phenomenal rates of return.
1: Ah, yes. That's important. I was going to say, and yet, maybe this is not so much one of those times of sitting around on your booty. And doing nothing because oh, things are happening in the market. Things are happening, so, but I
0: think this is very much the time to surround your booty and twiddle your thumbs. But that's just be, me.
1: But who, who knows? Who, I know. You know. I know. <laughs> Does anyone else know?
0: Does anyone else know Some why this do. might be the time? <laughs> Actually, it might be the time to take action, depending on what you're doing.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, depending on what you've got out there.
1: We were talking last time about kind of how to deal with these crazy market economic inflation times. And we're still going to talk about inflation-proof companies. But we wanted to be, just because of timely things happening, to talk about a particular company that we both were uh, very interested in. And we did a couple of episodes on way back when, kind of at the beginning-ish of the pandemic, i probably over, definitely like a year and a half ago, I'd say, on yeah. Peloton. Peloton. Peloton is my baby before I got sick. I was loving doing Peloton. And um, I don't have a bike. I don't have space in my tiny apartment. Well, wait a second. For...
0: What's Peloton, first of all? of all first of all
1: okay good question peloton is an at-home interactive exercise what would you call that company i guess so like they have a bike and they have a treadmill and so what you do is you buy either their bike or their treadmill or their standalone app and then ride in live classes with live instructors and other live people where you can see how they're doing compared to how you're doing. You can have competitions with them within the class. You can have buddies like a social media kind of experience. You can have groups of people. So it feels really social around a certain like, you know, moms who ride for their wine and, you know, hashtag blah, 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 whatever. And you can do all of that or you can do none of that. And I did none of that. I just had the app and my regular road bike that I had on an at-home trainer with um, my sports watch set up so I could see my heart rate and just used it. So like I was just changing the gears as the instructors told me to like go up in in uh, resistance or go down in resistance. I just changed my gears and did none of the interactive stuff and i loved it it was like the
0: you're best Kidding! you never did the interactive stuff you no, never got I'm... on a live video oh, with no, other I did people
1: a, i did a live class yeah yeah but you but don't you have to like interact with people oh no well, they, you don't have to interact
0: by interactive it... i mean that you're seeing and people at a certain speed of bike and they're seeing you and you're going up or down their ladder and well no no you didn't do that because
1: no, you can't when you only have the app. That's part of the value proposition of buying their bike or their treadmill. Oh, that would make so a You huge only difference. have access to that kind of info and that I'm kind of interaction. I'm amazed that you,
0: you really liked it because the the huge part of this that struck me as being just remarkable is the interaction. What it does to you to be in a live class with people on an exercise machine um, and you very quickly find your peer group because you can't keep up with the people who are stronger than you. And you're going to be ahead of the people who are weaker than you. What, wherever you're at, I don't care if you're a complete couch potato, you are going to have a group totally. that are going your speed. And totally. there's hundreds of them who are going Yeah, there's even speed.
1: sometimes thousands on a live ride. It's and really then all of a sudden popular. you find
0: yourself extraordinarily motivated. You hang talk in like there you've done somebody. this. I've done it on a different company. Yes, I remember which is, you talking I think, about To this. the point of this, I'm, yeah. I'm doing this on a rowing machine because I spent 10 years in the Grand Canyon and my muscles really come back quickly with the rowing motion because I've done you know thousands of miles of rowing on the river down there with big heavy boats. So my muscles are built to come back to a rowing type stroke. -hmm. And as soon as I tried it, it felt like, oh yeah, I know how to do this. As compared to being on a bike or running on a treadmill or something like that, the the rowing was just natural for me because I'd done so much. And um, yeah, when I hooked up Hydro, they have that Peloton kind of a system with a live person on a real live boat in a real live lake rowing. Yeah, and it's like awesome. And then you have all these people. Like there might be a couple hundred or a couple thousand, depending on the time of day and the popularity of that particular uh, instructor. But you're on there and very quickly you find your peer group. And then it's a matter of like, you just sort of naturally want to hang in there as you start to realize, you know, these people are pushing me. They want to come by me. Um, or I've even had people slow down to, to have me hang in there with them. <laughs> It's cool. I That's mean like very cool. They slow down and then they'll speed up a little bit. I'll try to go with them and they'll they'll hold into that and they'll speed up a little more because they're way stronger. Mm-hmm. I remember this one guy's like 70-year-old guy, and he I'm a 70-year-old guy, and he just came in there and so I I friended him. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, Who I fo- I followed him, I guess is what you call it. So I followed him mm-hmm. and then he shot me a little note, you oh. know, like, hey, hang in, good, good row.
1: You're buds. And I was like,
0: "Holy crap! You're this is rowing, cool, buddy." And then, so I then I looked at <laughs> you. Then you could look because your friend, you've friended or you're following, you can see what he does. You can see the times that he's out there in mm. the past doing different stuff. Mm. And this guy rose twice a day, and he rose wow. for about an hour twice a day. Oh my gosh! And he is ripping hardcore. And I, I, I then, that's when I realized he was slowing down to just kind of drag me along.
1: He was like another 70-year-old dude. We
0: can be yeah, friends. Yeah, I want to I kind of row with the guy that's like my age. Maybe I can I make you it. stronger. Aww. He was mentoring me. I
1: love that. Oh,
0: it was so cool. And then, then I do all kinds of sort of sexist things, of course. I'm looking at, I, there's a woman there. There's no way this 60-year-old woman is going to stay ahead of me. That's totally me. So yeah, I'm really totally killing you. myself, and then she just rose away. <laughs> she's she gone. She's like, <laughs> screw like, you. Argh, argh, I can't help. That's to me. That's <laughs> motivating. Right? I should. I'm a big guy. She's not as big as me. I should be able to. But she's in great shape, and that's Wait, how motivating do you know me. she's
1: not? Like, does it show like height? Come or? on.
0: I'm I'm six two two ten.
1: No, maybe she's a. I'm guessing okay,
0: probably I, she's smaller I, than me.
1: You and I both know women who are taller than you. So please.
0: Uh, yeah, there's not very many. Not very many. So I'm f- it's fair enough to guess. Now it might be Diana and she's just crushing me out there. I don't know, <laughs> freaking semi-Olympic <laughs> rower who's uh, my my brother, my son-in-law sister, whatever that makes her to me.
1: Well, so it sounds like you've had really a fun time with like the social part I love it. Of and that.
0: the live thing, because they also record everything, right? So when I don't have when I don't get on a live one, I'll get on a recorded one. And it's great because, but it's not as motivating, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, these people aren't actually seeing me. I'm just trying to stay with somebody. And it's very different. When, when, when you're trying to stay with somebody or they're trying to stay with you, you can feel them pushing by. They'll, they'll, they'll start to row by me and they'll be a, a meter ahead and then two meters ahead. And then I'll try to really up my speed a little bit and catch up with them. And and you can see how fast you're going, how fast they were going, and now they're going faster. So you can, it's real easy to conclude that they're feeling you push them and they're trying to just move on out of there. And there's a whole thing going on. You can, you can break people down. I mean, yeah, Yeah. just people push, 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 push until you just feel like, oh, they're just way stronger and you just sort of quit on yourself.
1: Well, to this point, I mean, this, whether it's Peloton or any other company, this style of exercise at home, but interacting with other people online is here to stay. It's a for huge sure. invention. It's huge fantastic. Huge invention. It's so Better good than for being us. at the
0: gym, honestly.
1: I think so too. I hate, but even before the pandemic, I stopped going to gyms because I just, yeah. I don't know. I mean, enjoy the whole point it. of being
0: in a gym is you got other people around to motivate yeah, you, right? Yeah, totally. And that's the deal.
1: Totally. Um, but that doesn't
0: work really good on a treadmill or it doesn't work really good on a rowing machine in a gym. It probably works good when you're doing free weights and stuff. You got people there. But, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, this is... So I
1: have not experienced that with Peloton because I only have the app. So Mm. I've done rides with like my best friend where we put our um, phones on the handlebars and she has a has an actual Peloton so she could see like where she was in the class. And then we would do a live class and we would talk to each other and like see each other during the class on a video call. And so in that way, like ride together which was oh, super fun. Cool. But we were not, you know, we weren't like I wasn't interacting with the stats in the class cuz you can't on the app, which I frankly couldn't have cared less about. Like it made no difference to me. But I also haven't tried it the other way, so maybe it would be really fantastic. I will add to this discussion of whether or not social aspects matter that Nuno had like tried Swift, he- so he's like super into cycling, like obsessively into cycling. And he had Peloton with me, and we both were into Peloton. And then he tried Zwift, which is like a totally different thing. No classes. You have just only like a computer world. And it's entirely about this computer world where you ride with other people who are represented on the computer screen. They've done an amazing job with their interface. And he tried Zwift once and never went back to Peloton. Not even one time. He was like, I'm wow. done. But Zwift is so much better. Like wow. I can, I can race with people. It's exactly everything you were just racing saying there. Right? He can with see himself else. racing there. He can see other people. Um, he like in the beginning, multiple times until he figured out what he was doing wrong. Got pulled along by somebody who he was trying to beat. You know, and like couldn't make it and would break away too early and then get exhausted in the ride and couldn't hang and get like kicked out of the peloton because they oh have gosh, like
0: you'd fall off the back of the peloton
1: absolutely bit, huh? and then he'd wow. be like oh, i like screwed up the timing and you know so it's really trying to mimic being on the actual road in an actual wow. race with with you without know the road rash 300 other people yeah without the road rash exactly so this is all to say There's a lot of different ways that this interactive, at-home, online sport experience is shaking out. Yeah, and And who
0: who knew how addictive it could be until you actually do it, and then you sort of look back and you go, oh, it's obvious. I mean, we play computer games. I mean, how addictive are computer games? And this is a live kind of computer game. It gets you in phenomenal shape. So Peloton invented this, and it was that— they, yeah. they came rolling out of the box, um, having, having figured this out. And wow, they really, they really became a really exciting stock, right? They yeah. just took off. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fan. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas.
1: Well, they were kind of like rolling along as a company and people knew about them, but it wasn't the zeitgeist that it became once we all got stuck at home and everybody started buying Pelotons to the point where it's become part of popular culture and... I don't know if you know this, Dad, but in the new Sex in the City movie, which I have not seen.
0: I haven't really followed that that much. No, you
1: really haven't? Okay. Mm, it's no. terrible. Sorry. <laughs> um, one of the main characters, this is a spoiler, but everybody knows it now. One of the big main characters uh, has a heart attack on his Peloton and falls over and dies. Oh. And so Peloton, the company, this is like, when did this happen? Like six weeks ago? maybe eight weeks ago Um, Peloton the company reacted very quickly and went and created a ad that went straight onto TV with the actor Chris Noth um, where he says like I'm alive the Peloton didn't kill me (laughs) I'm okay
0: he might be dead now (laughs) what do you mean he's getting me too like crazy he is yeah so then they pulled the ad (laughs) So it's it's been a roller coaster. Peloton right now must just be going,
1: what? It's like their stars are badly misaligned, right? Like they're in, uh, Mercury's in retrograde for Peloton.
0: (laughs) I guess, because they went public (laughs) um, in late 2019. So their timing was, talk about good stars, their timing was insane, right? Yeah. Yeah, They go public at about 20 bucks a share, 21, 22, something like that. And, um, you know, they get up to about 40 on their own, and then they're drifting down, and then all of a sudden comes COVID, right? And th- pretty quickly, everybody realizes that everybody being institutional investors and individual investors who are using Peloton, they start to realize, holy smokes, this is going to be the thing. And it it got bid up back up to 40. So it got to 40 on its own. And then it went back to 40 By about June. Oh,
1: wait a second. Of what year? Of 2020.
0: So about three months, four months months into into COVID. Yeah. It it made it back to 40. And it kind of paused along at at right around 50 until mid-year. So about August, it just took off. And it went on a kind of an unrelenting climb. By November, it was at 140. Then it kind of corrected deck down to hundred, and just that's going to just be market reaction, right? Nothing going on that says "Don't watch out, watch out" or anything, and then exploded up from there, hundred up to one sixty-five or one seventy, about one sixty-five, and that was the peak, um, mm-hmm. and that happened in early twenty twenty-one, so a year ago.
1: And it was all anybody could talk about. And that's why we ended up doing podcasts. I was getting texts from friends saying like, what do you think about Peloton, the stock? Like, is this company going to like take over all things, workout and exercise and I'm obsessed with it and I love it so much. And, you know, they're going to like get bigger than Apple and all these uh, huge, they're going to buy hydro. Like, you know, there were a lot of, speculations out there about how big they could possibly get yes and I don't think they were insane and that's what we that's what we talked about
0: yes and they were not insane and yet they were a little crazy Uh, both (laughs) (laughs) Both. well
1: the big question is what is the moat that Peloton really has
0: okay well that's a fair place to start I mean like if we're thinking about huh I really wish I'd bought that at 20 and it it went to 160 in just almost no time at all. You know, how did I miss that? Right. Why, why didn't I get a piece of that? That would have been so awesome.
1: I mean, that's easy to
0: think, right? Yeah. Especially if you're using Peloton at the time, um, you're a Peloton user and you know how wonderful it is. I just got done telling you, it's completely wonderful. Totally addictive. Me too. Totally wonderful, totally new, totally exciting. And um, you know, yeah, they're you know they're even like in two thousand nineteen. Uh, let me see what their annual annual was in two thousand and nineteen.
1: Well, you look at that. I like regular, so I canceled my subscription after I had been sick for, I don't know six months or something, and really. so mm-hmm. I unfortunately, was so excited to get back to my peloton rides Mm -hmm. i shouldn't say my peloton but my peloton rides that i was starting to do a couple of them when i was feeling a little bit better way back when at the beginning of 2020 and overdid it as many people have done with long covid and relapsed because i overdid it on the exercise Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: so i blame peloton No, I don't really blame Peloton, (laughs) but I kind of blame Peloton because it's so fun. And then I kept my subscription for a while because I was like, I'll get back to it. I'll get back to it. And then it took me a while to realize I wasn't going to come back for a long time. And so I finally canceled it. But every now and then I do think like I'll be able to do a Peloton ride at some point. Like that's my out there goal. And it's been a year. And that's how fun these rides are. Like, they stick with me.
0: So Dude. you're, let's say you're you're really into it, uh-huh. and here this company goes public. It's at $20, and you think, yeah, that sounds great for me. Yeah. So here's a couple of problems um, with buying into that, from our point of view, of course, and that is that they, they lose money.
1: Wait, they, what are you talking about? What, a certain point talking about Peloton time?
0: losing money.
1: No, no. Are you talking when they about went like, public. Back- Oh when they went
0: public okay yeah they're losing money so they're losing money but they're losing less money each year as they start to go public mm-hmm. and then um they go public get a bunch of money and then they really lose money they lost <laughs> about you know because of course what you're gonna do is pour it in there and try to really yeah. really build up your your uh, your network with trying to get to the network effect where you lock up so many people and get them locked all in that your competitors don't even bother to compete because you've got everybody.
1: Right. Because once so somebody has invested state, right, uh, $2,000 or whatever it is now, $2,400, dollars so first first we've not going got within, to necessarily break away very easily.
0: Right. So the first problem we've got with this is that, you know, why, why should we buy into a company that? is losing money. And Danielle, you brought up the first reason, maybe why, which is they have a gigantic moat. And even though they're a startup and they're losing money, if they've got a gigantic moat, some durable keyword, durable, durable competitive advantage that makes it really hard to compete with them. Then, and we can see the trajectory is getting, losing less and less money all the time. Then we may be able to make a, rational decision maybe as part of a risky biz portfolio to buy into this company at 20 if wait they wait have are you saying if they have a moat or are you moat. saying
1: they have a gigantic moat I'm saying if if okay
0: so we got to ask what's the moat right yeah yeah what's the moat so that's the interesting part of this company so they invent something kind of new in the world mm-hmm. then you have to ask yourself How durable, so you've got an immediate competitive advantage. Now, then the question becomes, how durable is it? And and you start to think, well, what, what is it that they offer? And what they offer is you're going online live and there's thousands of people because you're going on there at any time of day and you want to do this thing live, theoretically, and there's all these classes that you could potentially do. So the moat, if if I were to go at it like this, I would start thinking, this is a gaming moat. This is what gives Activision Blizzard such an enormously durable competitive advantage. The fact that at any point in time, you can go on and play the main games, right? Like Call of Duty. You can go on there day or night, anywhere in the world, and get a game with 150 or 200 people in it. Anywhere. Yeah. And that's impossible with other stuff. They're just, you have to have such, in other words, it's a network moat. You can't just do that with any other, most other games. You have to wait around until the thing is that there, you know, there's a group of people who are big enough to start a game and that's just not what people are willing to do. So gaming moat and what protects a big company like Activision Blizzard is this Ability that you have as a gamer to jump in and get a game anytime you want—it's it's an enormous thing.
1: Wait, you're talking about games, but I'm not following how this relates to Peloton experience. Because Peloton,
0: I'm saying that Peloton may have a gaming moat. That the moat is that they've got thousands of people on there that you can ride your bike with, or you can you can uh, uh, do an extra do do a running uh, competition with. Yes,
1: which I would call a network effects mode.
0: It is a network effect.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah,
0: but it's Um, a very special one. Well, I guess it's similar to, you know, Facebook has a network effect mode.
1: I would say it's much more similar to like a Facebook than a gaming situation because you can't... Okay, then the
0: question... (laughs) Okay, go ahead. The question is whether it exists. Yeah, yeah, totally. Does it really exist? Yeah. So arguably it kind of does. In other words, well, let's take hydro, for example, they don't let me go and have a live road just whenever I want to, mm-hmm. whenever I want to. Right. Because first off, they've got to be on a river or a lake live. And that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. They got weather issues. So they have real disadvantages compared to Peloton Peloton can have instructors in a, in, in a home. It could be somebody's house and they could be broadcasting from there. So, um, even so, even so I'm on hydro, right? Because I can do their, their, um, recorded ones. Now, if they didn't have a huge number of people on the recorded hydro row, then it might not be as interesting. If there was just 10 people, then there wouldn't be anybody running my speed necessarily
1: yeah, so it's basically the same on Peloton. So they have the live classes, but there are frankly not very many of them. I was really surprised at so how So there's huge not them. very
0: many live classes. So maybe it's a real thing to broadcast. I don't know. It might be a big expensive pile of gear. I think it's
1: very expensive. They they did eventually set up studios in the various instructors' homes when everyone was in lockdown, but mm. it took them a while to do that. Well, if they haven't but done they're back that, they're in the studio. A, they're missing a gig so, right there. So the thing that most people do is not a live class. Most people do a recorded class, I would say. And that's available anytime you want. You just press play. Yeah. But I think the real network effects is I think I think there's two components. One is the strangers who you meet through the classes like you did with the guy um on the river. Yeah. And then the other one is to me, far more grippy, which are people in your real life who also have Peloton. So like I said, I did that ride with my friend where we did a video call together. I've done that with multiple people.
0: So here, here you're basically hearing two points of view. Danielle, you're into it for two reasons which have no effect on me whatsoever. I was interested that this guy was trying to tow me along and I was following and all that, but I really don't care and I didn't follow him after that and I don't pay any attention to him whatsoever. And I don't have any friends that are on a hydro. It's just nothing. N- none of what you just said affects me at all. What okay. affects me is the live row and the huge stack of people who are, who are um, on the recorded ones, which I can kind of compare myself to. So there's, you know, two okay, different. But I'm points telling of view
1: you there. why people are using it. That's it why doesn't why have to be you, it.
0: right? But I don't know that that's very compelling, honestly. That's, that's what the that's fact that's that different. people
1: get into the like social media part of it. Yeah. Maybe it oh, is. they do. It's a huge part of it.
0: Well, there's, there's me. I'm, I'm an introvert, so I'm not getting anybody's social media. Yeah, me too. Anything. That's
1: why I don't care at all. I don't, I don't do that part of it and it's fine. I'm probably never going to get into it even if I got a Peloton, but that's why I was so surprised that for somebody like me, it was very, it was really like a life changing kind of thing to realize that I could do a class with a real life friend
0: so, and
1: you, wh- we could only do that if we both have Peloton. That's the point,
0: right? Okay.
1: So, I actually like convinced probably like five different people in my life to get so Peloton a, so that we could do deal? classes together.
0: Is this a big moat or not? That's that's the tricky part of this,
1: yeah. So, that's what I mean. We spent a lot of time talking about it. Uh, the other part, the other thing that we talked a lot about is their patents and whether or not they could defend having their, um, Exclusive live classes with a leaderboard. Um,
0: Well, yeah, we talked a lot about it, but let's get down to it. I mean, is it a moat? Because their stock has gotten smashed. Yeah, it is back down to twenty bucks. First off, so that sucks. If you bought it at one sixty, and second,
1: really badly.
0: Oh yeah, and second, I shouldn't laugh. That sucks. It's losing money like like they're just bleeding money. And that's the other side of this Yeah,
1: Well, the reason the stock went down is they announced that they were going to stop their production of bikes and treadmills for a few weeks because they've, they ramped up production so quickly when everybody was ordering it and you couldn't get one. They had three month delivery delays um, that now clearly orders have gone down far enough where they had to actually stop making them for a little while. So that is not what investors were expecting when they no. bought it at 160. And the question is I think that you're putting is uh is their moat really intrinsic and durable to the point where this company is going to be a huge player in the at-home sports world.
0: So here's how I would look at the coming
1: 10 years. I would
0: look at this thing literally on a quarter by quarter basis right now and I would say okay And because there can be seasonality to this kind of stuff. Right. As soon as you get you can all go outdoors. Maybe people don't buy Pelotons for indoors as much. So Mm -hmm. you'd look at it quarter by quarter. So that means I would look at like the last quarter that they produced uh, financials for was September 2021. So they got the new one coming out virtually any day now for, for the December quarter. But I would look at that September twenty one, and I'd look back at September of two thousand twenty, and I would say, have they grown quarter over quarter, right? Yeah. Tell me. And they have. They have. And then I'd look at the June one compared to the June two thousand twenty, and they have. And when then, you say
1: grown, what are you looking at?
0: Well, let's start with let's let's go back a tra- the trailing twelve months. So December of two thousand twenty versus December of 2019 um we would obviously expect a gigantic growth right because that would Mm -hmm. be the quarter um let's see december 2020 yeah that would be including all this COVID stuff and we should maybe even go back farther let's go back to june of 2019 the june of 2020 so june of 2019 um, they were at 223 million in revenue, and at 2020 they were at 600 million, so they tripled. Yeah. And then September. In revenue,
1: so you're looking at revenue.
0: Revenue. And then September quarter of 2019, they were at 228 revenue, and September of 2020 they were at 760. dollars hmm. uh, More than a triple. And then December of 19 to December of 20, they went from 466 to 1 billion, so they doubled. Then March of twenty to March of twenty-one, they went from five hundred to one point two, so they more than doubled again. Mm. And then June of two thousand twenty, they were at six hundred, and June of two thousand twenty-one, they were at nine hundred, so that's fifty percent increase. You see it? It's starting to slide down a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then you've got September of two thousand twenty to September two thousand twenty-one, they went from seven sixty to eight hundred, sliding down a lot. Still mm-hmm. growing really well, right? I mean, come on. If your company is growing five percent, well, I guess five percent quarter over quarter isn't very great anymore.
1: No, but so, you could. I mean, if I were going to argue on their side, I would argue that that twenty twenty number was way outsized, and
0: way you know outside. now
1: it's starting to <clears throat> equalize out. Yeah. Um. That's so the numbers are
0: are pretty amazingly decent. And maybe this is starting to get to where it's interesting.
1: Yeah, because the price is so far down.
0: Hold on. We got to stop. <laughs> we can go on and on. I feel let's... like we're
1: going to do many episodes of, but we have to stop <laughs> ourselves. All right. We got to
0: stop. So well, let's pick this up again.
1: Yeah. We'll next keep talking time, about to this. To be next continued,
0: time. Peloton, fascinating. Is it a deal? Is it not? How are you, you going to think about this? Okay. Let's go on. Out.
1: Okay. Thanks, everybody.
0: See you guys. Hi, guys. Thanks for listening to Invested. If you enjoyed this episode and you want more information or to listen to additional episodes, visit our website at investedpodcast.com and sign up for my virtual workshop right there. Spots are definitely limited for this event. I'm not kidding. They really are. They sell out very quickly. So everything discussed on this podcast, by the way, is either my opinion or it's Danielle's opinion. And really important, it's not to be taken as investing advice because I am not your financial advisor, nor have I considered your personal situation as your fiduciary. So remember that you're on your own here. This podcast is for your entertainment and education only, and I really hope you enjoyed it.